Don't be afraid to be who you are. Someone out there needs to meet someone like you. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. You can subscribe to Wisdom Worth Knowing on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Rumble. Audible is the one who brings you the show today, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks, completely free for 30 days. Get a limited deal and sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. Don't be afraid to be who you are. Someone out there needs to meet someone like you. Are you terrified of yourself? I mean, are you? Be honest. I've gone through a a lot of seasons of my life. I've definitely gone through seasons of self-hatred and self-loathing. I've also gone through seasons in which I've been afraid of success, not just failure. I still go through a lot of these seasons. Do you find yourself twisted just about the idea of being yourself around other people? Do you conform so heavily to their expectations and standards that they don't even know who you are? I picture the teenage years, the formative years, where you have that close group of friends that hopefully know you for who you are. Hopefully they know you better than most people. But in the peer pressure years, especially in middle school, high school, and it does move into adulthood, we can cultivate a habit of allowing the people around us to define who we are. And we can conform like a chameleon to their expectations. Because we're terrified that if they knew who we really were, they would think we are dumb, stupid, weird, goofy, obnoxious. Basically, all the things we think about ourselves. There's another quote that comes to mind is everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. There's a couple things I want to tell you today if this is something you struggle with. First of all, you are unique. And I don't just mean that in a religious sense. I am a Christian, but I do not mean it just in a, oh, God made you, you're special. I don't just mean it in that respect. I believe that, but I don't just mean it in that respect. What I mean is you are actually unique. Today, in this very moment, there is no one of the 7 billion people on this planet, there is no one like you. Not one. Even if you are an identical twin, there's no one like you. Really grasp that concept. Let it soak in. No, there's no one. You are one of a kind on a genetic level. I don't know if you know a lot about biology. Maybe worth your time to research if you're sitting here wondering if you're 
you have any value or uniqueness, or if you feel like you just conform to everything around you. But if you actually look at genetics, you understand just how unique every human being is on a DNA level. But our genetics don't define us either. They give us dispositions and predispositions, and we are pre predisposed to certain behaviors. But predispositions are not destiny. Genetics are not destiny. We have minds. We have the cognitive ability to, first of all, spend an immense amount of time discovering who we are, that uniqueness that cre- that is us. But the secondary part of you that is completely unique is your environment. And even that isn't destiny. Your environment are the people, places, things, locations, geography, people you've met, people you've encountered. It's your experience. Even if you're an identical twin, identical twins turn out completely different because their experiences are completely different. The people they interact with, the people they engage with, the people they come to like and love, and the relationships they develop, all different. Genetics are very similar, identical in a lot of ways. Not completely identical, but in a lot of ways, yet two completely different people, even if they are raised in the same home. How does that work? So your genetics are unique. Your environment is unique. Your personality is unique. Your personality cultivates out of all those experiences and your genetics. Don't be so hard on yourself because the reality of the situation is even with a preset genetic disposition or set of dispositions and a predetermined environment that was completely out of your control, you didn't get to decide where you grew up or landed. Even with those, they are not destiny. I may be the only person in your life who tells you this because for some reason we have completely forgotten it as a culture and society. But you have a mind. You have a brain. You have the ability to learn, to adapt, to overcome. I wonder if you've even heard the quote, knowledge is power. We used to value education. We don't anymore. At least as a whole. But there are very few circumstances and experiences that cannot be overcome with the right amount of knowledge and understanding of how those situations cultivate our character And those setbacks cultivate our character. And by tapping into other people who have overcome whatever our limitations are. Human beings are tremendously adaptive. If you don't believe that, start reading history. There have been incredible, incredible people who have come out of the worst circumstances. Actually, arguably, many of the best people in history came out of the worst of circumstances. 
I bring this up because there's hope. You don't need to be afraid of who you are because who you are is extremely unique. People fascinate me. Maybe this is why I do the podcast. I don't know. It's part of the reason. In my mind, I try to think of the wasted potential of so many gifts. It grieves me, actually. Makes me sad to even think about. Because people just do not see their own potential. They do not see their what they could become because of their setbacks rather than in spite of them. We get so wrapped up in our self-loathing and our victimization and our depression and our self-hatred that we limit ourselves. I do believe that forgiveness is the cornerstone of unleashing the individual. I think there was a time in history in which that slung shot the human race. I think it did start with Christ. I am a Christian. So naturally I would think that, but think what you will about it. But whether you're religious or not, I do want to point out the fact that self-love and self-forgiveness for all of our faults are an absolute daily necessity when it comes to being the best version of ourselves. If we cannot forgive ourselves, we cannot love ourselves. If we hang on to all of our shortcomings all the time, they will weigh us down and crush us. We need forgiveness. And even if you don't think it's divine forgiveness, that's fine. By the way, there is unconditional forgiveness in Christ. But that is fine if you don't even want to go down that road yet. Or ever. That's fine. By the way, I was an agnostic and atheist for most of my youth. Or I should say agnostic, mostly. I was a skeptic. So I, don't, I, I want to know that I at least understand where you're coming from. But I do know for a fact... That forgiveness of our shortcomings by ourselves is absolutely essential in becoming the best version of ourselves. If anything, it's essential in just getting up every morning and functioning throughout the day. You'd almost have to be on the receiving end of this much despair to, of, of, and self-hatred to know the, the crippling effect of that mindset on us as people. Because if we don't love ourselves for who we are, we will sabotage ourselves for success and failure. <laughs> I mean, we just will. We don't think we deserve it. And maybe we don't deserve it. None of us deserve it. Sorry to break it to you. But that's what makes forgiveness kind of a beautiful concept. It's because we can have it anyway. In spite of deserving it, it's not about earning forgiveness. Forgiveness is a gift. It's a gift we give to other people so that they can they not carry it around with them. And it's a gift we give ourselves because we won't carry it around with us. 
So don't be afraid to be who you are. But first you have to kind of figure out and discover who you are. Before we move into that topic, Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out. Because you listen to this show, for a limited time, you can get instant access to thousands, that's right, thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right. For 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog, as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours, too. Pause this podcast, wherever you may be listening, and head over to audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org and take advantage of this limited time offer right now. So I talk about in the show a lot, self-authoring, self-journaling, this discovering who you are. And it's really not that difficult. We just need to kind of dedicate some time to it, but we need to sit down and write out just journals, just express ourselves in writing. I think there's tremendous value in writing because it does force us to articulate our feelings and emotions into words. Because it's very difficult a lot of the time to understand what we are going through emotionally because we do not have the words to communicate those emotions. And this is especially true in our youth because language is extremely important. If, if we don't learn to harness language in an effective way for communicating, then we can't really articulate our emotions in a way for us to reconcile them. I mean, how, how can we expect to be able to solve a problem or an emotional issue if we can't even communicate to ourselves how to define that issue? That's one of the most difficult skills, I think, for us to really come up with. Like, I don't know if you've heard the sayings like, I don't even have the words to describe. And it's something we just kind of say in passing and we don't think about it. But it's very true. There's been a lot of new experiences I have in my life in which these there's a flood of emotions and I don't even know how to describe them in words. But this is why journaling and self-reflection are so important is because we can learn that skill of being able to articulate what we're going through and communicate that. And this allows us at least the breathing room to develop an understanding of who we are. And then we can use that ability to be better versions of ourselves. So in order to not be afraid of who we are, we first have to have at least a, a basic understanding of who we are. It's basically the, the point I'm trying to make. I hope I'm communicating that effectively. Because... The second part of the quote, which I want to move into, is 
Someone out there needs to meet someone like you. And because of your unique genetics, your unique experience, your unique environment, there are going to be cross-sections in which your personality literally aligns with other people's. Ooh, what's that friendship quote from C.S. Lewis? What is friendship definition C.S. Lewis? I, I, I love, he's got an amazing friendship on this. Yep, found it. Has no survival value. Friendship has no survival value. Oh, wait, I want to get the full quote. Sorry, give me one moment. Here we go. Ah, this is from The Four Loves by C.S. Lewis. Friendship, it has no survival value. Rather, it's one of those things which give value to survival. It has no survival value. Rather, it's one of those things that give value to survival. He also was quoted as saying, if you, friendship begins that moment somebody says to another, no way, you too? I thought it was just me. It's that cross-section of experience that's so rare in which you become like spiritually connected almost or experientially connected. I don't even know if we want to go on the spiritual level. That's up to you. But if, if you know the difference, if you've experienced this connection and not everybody gets to experience this connection, but the only way you can create opportunities for this connection to manifest itself is to be yourself. If you are in people, places, situations in which you lie all the time you do not express your experience at that moment you are robbing yourself of opportunities to cultivate real connection and real relationship and real friendship with people because relationship and friendship cannot be sustained on a superficial level it is that deeper experiential connection that is extremely rare in which people connect. And I would honestly say I, I've, I've like five really close friends, friendships that I've cultivated over the period of 37 years. And I do know for a fact on a statistical level, five friends for one person is extremely rare. So I count myself lucky. But every single one of these friendships stemmed from a situation in which we both were being honest at that moment, and then we connected. And it was that version of ourselves that allowed that deeper connection to cultivate. So the beginning part of this quote is, is absolutely essential for the second part to even happen. Don't be afraid to be who you are requires courage and honesty. The second part says someone out there needs to meet someone like you is hopefully the inevitable consequence that occurs from that courage and honesty. Yes, 
you're going to fall fat on your fat, flat on your face with people in conversations being yourself. And sometimes it's going to be really uncomfortable because you are both going to fundamentally disagree on something. But at least you had the courage to put yourself out there. But there will be that moment, maybe one in a hundred or even one in a thousand encounters in which your expression of yourself is, is met with a, a, a giant smile or laugh or, wow, I thought I was the only one. And that's the moment in which that friendship is able to begin growing. I'm not saying they're going to become your best friend. But there is that mutual connection that occurs from two people just being themselves. And if we get so wrapped up in dishonesty and we don't learn to be honest about our experience, we don't have to be right, just be honest. Then we are going to miss out on this opportunity to cultivate real relationships. And there is someone out there, and I know it's rare. The internet does actually make this a little easier on some levels, especially for finding people who have mutual interests. And it also does have a degree of separation that can be good because it does present more opportunities for you to be honest without high social risks. Obviously, there's a, there's a double edge to that sword because it also allows people to be fake. But it does create opportunities for honesty. It's safer environments for honesty and connectivity. But I do think at the root of this quote is a requirement of just being honest and not being afraid, having the courage to be who you are. You are unique. I hope you had that takeaway from this episode today. And that uniqueness has value, even if people don't see it, even if you don't see it yet. But your unique experience can help somebody or allow for a connection with somebody that nobody else can give. Nobody else can fill fit that role except you. You're listening to the Wisdom Worth Knowing live stream podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. Thank you for joining me today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on YouTube, Facebook, and Rumble. Your likes, shares, and subscriptions help the show grow, help the videos get more exposure. You can also subscribe to this on your favorite podcast channel, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Just go to wisdomworthknowing.org. There are several ways to connect. This show is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. For a limited time, get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. So don't be afraid to be who you are. Someone out there needs to meet someone like you. Until next time, let's just work on being the best version of ourselves we can today. Because that's all we can do. I'll see you all tomorrow.